Hey everybody, I'm Doc Severson of 12-Minute Trading, and in this short presentation, I'm going to show you four powerful rules for trading any chart, any time frame, actually, and any instrument. So if you got 12 minutes, stick with me, and I'll walk you through everything. Here's our disclaimer. You've read these before. My purpose today is to show you a fundamentally simple system that can be used for trading any instrument, any time frame. You'll be able to anticipate moves before they happen, and you'll be in a position to better understand the fundamental structure of the markets that you trade. And I'll also share my favorite indicator with you. If you've heard of me before, you might have caught me before at OptionsMD or TheoTrade or Docs Trading Tools or even the old Options Linebacker Service. I've written a couple of books that are available on Amazon.com, Fractal Energy Trading and Hacking the Holy Grail, both about trading. And my specialties are fractal price analysis, options, and futures strategies, as well as trading mindset. I have been a full-time trading coach and trader since 2005. So let's talk about the problem that's bringing us together here. Actually, I'm not going to go into detail here because most of you, or if you're searching for a solution right now, you already know what the problem is. Accurate charting and price discovery leading to trading edge. Our own embedded human nature ensures that we start the wrong way. So I'm not going to really spend any time on this. We all know what the problem is. So let's get right to the solution. Let's get right to these four basic rules. So rule number one is that larger time frames dominate the trend. So write these down. Rule number one, larger time frames dominate the trend. These rules are simple, perhaps so much so your mind will fight you on them. Now, let's talk about time frames. What are those? I see a lot of traders arbitrarily select time frames to follow, and they end up living and dying on each candle on a chart that is mostly just intraday noise. They're lacking the context. Context is massively important. Someone just following a very small time frame is going to get whipped back and forth if they don't understand the tide that the smaller waves are following. The much larger time frame charts are much more powerful than the intraday candles. Let's go through the exercise of walking the dog. We've all done this before. Now, if you're walking your dog from point A to point B, you're generally going to follow a straight line because that's what we do, right? But the dog is going to follow its nose and it's going to be all over the place marking its territory sniffing cool smells looking at different things and it's going to follow this orbit kind of around you but what you'll notice is you end up at the same place and destination so you're 10 times the mass of the dog the dog has no choice but to follow the same path as you even though it may be a lot more circuitous and if you think about it, this is exactly how price trends move. We may have a much larger trend, which is on an uptrend here, but we might see the price on a smaller time frame take all kinds of diversions up and down during that time. Meanwhile, most retail traders are getting whipsawed back and forth on these smaller time frame moves and forgetting about the context of the much larger time frame, which is ongoing. So this is where we get into the definition of an anchor chart, which is a larger time frame chart, an anchor chart, and then a signal chart. The signal chart is much smaller time frame. So maybe we have like a weekly anchor and an hourly signal chart. And the signal chart does what it says it's going to do. This is what we use for an entry signal. So how do we apply rule number one? Remember, larger time frames dominate the overall trend. We have to understand what larger time frames to add to our signal chart to create this anchor chart. 
understand how to read the trend and swing direction of your anchor chart. So this is where we need to understand how to read price action with higher highs and higher lows comprising an uptrend, lower highs and lower lows comprising a downtrend. So what we want to do is we want to trade in the direction of that anchor chart swing. We want to go long when the anchor chart is long. Perhaps we want to go short when the anchor chart is moving to the downside. But we want to be trading within the safety of these anchor chart swings. Okay, that's rule number one. Let's get to rule number two. Rule number two is the absolute opposite of rule number one, where we talked about rule number one being trade in the direction of the anchor chart swing. Rule number two is that reversals start from the inside out and they propagate higher. We need rule number two because reversals are the holy grail of trading. What are reversals? Reversals are what everybody's after. If we have this price chart going to the upside here with higher highs and higher lows, all of a sudden we pop into a massive reversal. This is what we're looking for. A true reversal of trend offers the very highest reward to risk for a trade. Now we're not gonna spot these reversals on the anchor chart. It's nearly impossible to spot a reversal in time on the large lumbering anchor chart. What makes it so great for trend following through rule number one, where we're trading in the direction of the anchor chart swing, makes it hard to use for spotting reversals. This is where we have to go to smaller timeframes because change happens from the inside out. Things change from smaller to larger or from the inside out. One virus can infect a single host system and begin to multiply and swamp your immune system. If you drive the same car every day, you don't notice items wearing and degrading until somebody else drives it and points it out to you. Change is often small and imperceptible if your focus is broad. So change happening at small levels are our early warning to possible failure or reversal. In our case, we care about trend reversals. So we're gonna use our signal chart to spot these reversals. A price chart making higher highs and higher lows all of a sudden starts to pull into lower highs and lower lows. There's our reversal to the downside or a chart putting in lower highs and lower lows all of a sudden starts to make higher lows and higher highs. And we're gonna spot these on the signal chart, not the anchor chart. So change propagates into higher timeframes if it's meant to do so. So like a daily reversal here, where we go through a downtrend changing to an uptrend and showing a change in polarity back to an uptrend, will eventually spawn a reversal at the weekly chart, but much, much later. So how do we apply rule number two? Again, reversals come from the inside out and they propagate higher. So we have to understand what smaller timeframes to use for your signal chart to help spot changes in trend faster. Understand how to read the trend and direction of this smaller time frame chart. Trade in the direction of the anchor chart swing, remember that's rule number one, until you see the signal chart reversing, which is rule number two. Again, reversals come from the inside out and then they propagate higher in time frame. Okay, let's get to rule number three. And rule number three is that descending patterns break to the upside and vice versa, which means that ascending patterns will break eventually to the downside. This is a very simple rule, but I see it in play every day, every time frame, intraday or larger. So what goes up must come down and vice versa. Again, rule number three, ascending patterns will eventually break to the downside. 
downside patterns will eventually break to the upside. It just goes back and forth. And so you'll see trend lines in here. You'll see patterns that eventually will reverse, and this is what we're looking for. What rises must eventually fall, and what falls must eventually rise again. We're not talking about a permanent rise or fall because price moves in waves. This is just simple physics. So we can draw trend lines on our signal chart or even on our anchor chart if you want to. Trends and lines will normally break around the same place that the polarity reverses. Notice how we have a downtrend with lower highs and lower lows. And right around the time that it changes polarity to an uptrend with higher highs and higher lows, we're breaking that trend line. So it's not a signal that we're going to trade off of, but more rather a filter that we're going to use. So how do we apply rule number three? Again, ascending patterns break to the downside, descending patterns break to the upside. Again and again, over and over. This works on every time frame, but obviously you'll see more instances of this on smaller time frames like intraday. It certainly is open to interpretation as to where the trend line is drawn and break occurs. Sometimes false breaks occur. But eventually there will be a no-doubter break and the cycle will continue. Again, this is used as more of a filter than an actual entry or exit signal. It adds confluence to those magic reverse signals that we're all looking for. So that's rule number three, descending patterns break to the upside and vice versa. Now we'll get to rule number four. I hope that you agree that these are relatively simple and easy to apply. Okay, so rule number four is that range contraction leads to range expansion and vice versa. What do I mean by this? A lot of us understand what is meant by overbought and oversold. We've heard of this notion since we started learning about trading. So traders got fed this notion of an asset being either overbought or oversold. We quietly go along with this thing because we don't have any other perspective not to believe it. But especially in a world where there's no limit on the money printing, I think that this is outdated and obsolete. Markets can remain irrational far longer than you can remain solvent. How many times have we seen this happen where markets are overbought and they remain overbought for literally forever and either you're waiting on the sideline for the dip that never comes, or you've decided to go bearish and are getting run over. So I just see so many angry people out there working through this again and again without stopping to understand that markets have changed and how they move. So markets, to me, move differently. They don't move like that to overbought and oversold and reverse because of that. They run as far as they can to exhaustion, and then they consolidate. This is how they move. And then they repeat, move as far as you can, consolidate, and then repeat. Sometimes the move will actually come in the opposite direction, and this is how reversals start to occur. The range contraction continues until the chart re-energizes, and then the price moves to range expansion again. The cycle repeats forever. It's not overbought and oversold. Markets copy nature. Think about how we ascend a mountain. We'll go as far as we can. In this case, this is Everest. We'll start out at the base camp, we'll go as far as we can, and then we're out of gas. We've got to spend some time at camp number one and reacclimate to less oxygen and more altitude. And then we do the same thing going to camp two, range expansion, range contraction. We spend time at each base camp getting ready for the next move, range expansion, range contraction. There's no overbought and oversold in nature. Now, if we look at this on price charts, we can see this on something as simple as a 60-minute chart. We'll see like range expansion here going to range contraction. 
So what I use is what I call a fractal energy indicator or what's actually technically known as the choppiness index helps me see the mode switch between expansion and contraction. To me, it works a lot better than the ADX and this is why it's my favorite indicator. Now, if we look at this on charts, we can see something even on something as fast as a tick chart. We can see range expansion and range contraction. Expansion going to exhaustion and then going into contraction where it builds up the energy again, getting ready for the next move into exhaustion where the red signal is, and then it goes into contraction again. Range expansion, range contraction, even if the expansion of the range is to the downside in this case. So today's chart, let's walk through today's chart as of August 31st. Remember, rule number one, larger time frames dominate the trend. This is why what we're seeing on the weekly chart is even with this monthly, so here we go, here's the monthly chart, the weekly chart, and then the daily chart on the right-hand side here. Monthly chart swing is extremely powerful. So even on a small pullback on the weekly chart where everybody gets all bearish and negative, next thing you know, we're pulling back in the same direction of that trend. Remember, rule number two, reversals happen. We had a daily downtrend going on here until we put in a higher low, higher high combination, we had a reversal back up to the upside here on the daily chart. Rule number two, reversals start from the inside out and they propagate higher. There's all kinds of examples of rule number three here where descending patterns will break to the upside. We don't need to go through all those, but here's a great descending pattern eventually breaking to the upside. Here's another shorter term descending pattern breaking to the upside again. And then rule number four, range expansion, range contraction. Here we have a huge range contraction, building up a huge amount of energy as we got into the end of 22, the beginning of 23, and all of this energy had to move in one direction or the other, and it's starting to move to the upside. So that's a huge spawn of a trend coming off of that, which broke higher in the May-June timeframe. Now here's something to keep in mind. On the weekly chart over here in the middle, we had this great trend to the upside, but it got so stretched out into exhaustion. Remember, this is not overbought, but this is a market which is far too linear for far too long, and it got exhausted, and so the quickest way for it to recharge, which it is now done, it's ready to go on the next trend, is to pull straight back down to the tune of about 6% on the S&P. That was a classic textbook pullback in the context of a larger time frame uptrend. And now here's a little bit of caution because this daily chart, which has been on fire the last couple of days, coming out of the reversal, pretty common, is almost at exhaustion again. So we might start to see a little bit of a consolidation here or maybe even a pullback in the near term as we get into September, depending on, of course, what happens with this jobs report but as you can see, what we're doing is we're using different time frames. We're understanding all the different four rules here. We're putting together a picture of what's going on with the price action. We're putting all the puzzle pieces together using the four rules. And now we've got a great read on what's happening with the trend and the probable direction of this price chart. We can use this towards any type of trading strategy on any time frame, intraday or longer term swings whatever we want to do. So how do we apply rule number four? Again, range expansion leads to range contraction, vice versa. Using these principles will give us an early warning when a consolidating 
price chart is about to break out. So a price chart which is consolidating, we have a pretty good idea of when it's going to move out of this range one way or the other. As well as the converse warning, which we showed you, when a, pr a trending price chart is about to stall out and rest or pull back. This also works in every time frame, but the larger the time frame, the more powerful the signal. Weekly exhaustion signal means that we might see several weeks of volatile trendless action or a reversal such as August. Conversely, a weekly charged signal, which we're seeing right now, might tell us to expect a major break in price. I use the choppiness index linearity of the current trend to determine exhaustion and charged levels. Remember, it's not overbought and oversold. Remember, range expansion leads to range contraction. Range contraction leads to range expansion, and this repeats infinitely. This particular study is available in different forms for Thinkorswim, TradeStation, TradingView, TrendSpider, NinjaTrader, and other chart packages that can handle custom code. So that's rule number four. Range expansion leads to range contraction and vice versa. And we kind of showed you how to put together everything. Okay, folks, where do you go from here? What do you do? Well, I just showed you everything that you need. However, you might need some more practice and context. It's my belief that everyone needs to shift to price and energy-based analysis, ditch the old paradigm that no longer works. You might be wondering how you can get started on your own path through these steps. It's great to feel motivated towards a direction, but you might not have the map to get there. You can join, as of today, my full 15-module course at 12minutetrading.com slash fractalenergy, where I show you how to build the entire system and how to add the fractal energy studies to your charts, how to use this today. It's only a $97 one-time cost. I hope to see you in the program. If not, we'll see you on our YouTube channel at 12 Minute Trading. Thanks for listening, folks. I hope to see you online.